Welcome to the Susan Winter Show. Here you'll find practical tips and tools to address your most pressing concerns on love, dating, and partnership. And now, here's your love and life mentor, Susan Winter. I cannot tell you how many times I've opened up your video requests and I have found something along this line. Where's my soulmate? Susan Winter here. Thank you for joining me. Subscribers, welcome back. Thank you for your ongoing support. And my YouTube members, love you, love you, love you. This is a question that I know many of you involved in your metaphysical work and you know, really doing the best you can to be prepared to find the right person in your life, or I should say to recognize them, have written me in frustration, like, where, they are? where are they? Why have I not met them yet? This is a question that I'm answering today, and it's from Shannon, and I will read her question. Shannon writes, hi, Susan, love your work. Your videos have helped me open my eyes. You've done some videos where you talk about the law of attraction and the law of substitution. I believe strong in it and the universe sends me my soulmate. But there are still days when I doubt it a little bit or I'm afraid to miss him. What can I do so that I do not give up my hope or rather, how can I be more patient with the universe? Shannon, thank you for this. And I'm going to frame this a little bit differently. For those of you listening, I am going to use the word soulmate to be a marker for what we would call my best match. But personally, I do not believe that the universe is limited to one. I don't think there's the one. I know there are schools that teach it and people that like the one, the one. What a god-awful pressure. Imagine trying to find the one. Where is my one out of this entire world? Where is my one needle in the haystack? That's horrible pressure to think that there's one, and worse yet, that you might miss them. I should have gone this way, I went that way, now I can't find my one? What happened? So I think that rather than initially putting pressure on yourself like that, the better thing to do is to look at where is my resonant other, my best match? Understanding, Shannon, and everyone else, that it can oftentimes take several or even many to tune you up to being prepared to recognize your one. So it's less about finding them, like attaining that straw in the middle of the haystack, and more about recognizing when that person is in front of you, that they are indeed good for you and that you would have the potential to be in a healthy, wonderful, warm relationship. That is more the aspect. If you are dating today, which is, let me just say, it's rough. I know it's rough. So I'm not saying, please understand that we, we do know it is vastly different than 30 years ago, 20 years ago, 10 years ago. So we know that it's harder for everyone, but your job, if, if you are fixated on where is it, where is it, where is it, where is it, where's it coming? Why is it, where's my stuff? Like, like Esther Hicks said, where's my stuff? Where's my stuff? Where's my stuff? You're already not trusting. 
So if you're trusting that the universe is going to bring it to you, then trust, let that aspect go. You're either trusting it or you're not. So when you're trusting, you're not in a, a framework of tension. The tension that you have over looking, wanting, needing to have, and that anxiety, that frustration is repellent. It's a repellent. That energy repels somebody from finding you open and loving and wonderful and relaxed. This is why people say it happens when you're not looking for it. What they really mean is what they should have said, but it would take too long. You've done the inner work to clarify the type of mate that would be correct for you. You know yourself well enough so that you have developed a skill set to match them so that when they see you, they are in recognition, this is a partner for me too, okay? Then you trust that you've set your guidance system and you go about your way and you enjoy the life that you have. And you may date somebody for a moment, you may date somebody for a couple of months, and that each person you meet is not a failure, but each person is the opportunity for you to refine your prototype, your image of what your soulmate would be, so that it's less about finding your soulmate and more about recognizing them when they're right in front of your eyes, because do not discount the fact that they may show up in a completely different package than you ever suspected. They may come in a different gender than you wanted initially. They may come in a different height, a different look, a different skin color. You don't know. But if you're truly looking for what you term your soulmate, you would see their soul and they would see yours independent of all that other stuff. I know we live in a material and visual world. I know the social media we have drives us even more so to be obsessed with that. And I do know that looks are important when it comes to who you're attracted to and staying attracted to them. However, if you are looking from a soul level, you first identify the qualities that you want to have in your partner and make sure that you've done your work so that you are matching those qualities. So it would be a little weird for us to ask for somebody who's completely open and loving, and we're not open and loving. It would be odd to ask for somebody who's supremely successful if we are not, or somebody who's disciplined when we are not, or somebody who has a great sense of humor and we don't. I mean, so two resonant others would be the match for each other. So let's talk about the law of substitution because you asked for that. So the law of substitution is simply this or greater, meaning that when you meet somebody and you might think, oh, this is the one, this is the one, and you get into them and you realize, oh, they're so mean, they're so horrible, I feel so terrible with them, they shouldn't have done that, they lied to me, they cheated on me, they're, they don't respond, they're inconsistent. You take in that prototype, the parts that you liked that were good. Okay, great personality, took you on great dates, seemed interested in the beginning, loves dogs, whatever your thing is, right? So this part you keep, and then you say to the universe, or you say actually to yourself, this person or greater. We don't have to have the exact person, 
that we believe we must have. That would imply a limited universe. The universe is not limited. The universe is limitless. So let us not limit who this person needs to be or how they come to us. I think you're working too hard at it. You're waiting by the pot, waiting for the water to boil. And because you're waiting there, you're not in a framework to see anything else. It's an easy, easy mistake to get into. We all do it. So I hope that this helps you, Shannon, and for anybody else who's in this situation. I'm recording in New York City. Not a lot I can do about that. <laughs> but if you want to write me and you have a video request, send it to, let's see, where is it? I guess it's media at susanwinter.net, or you can go to the um, bar underneath uh, at the contact page, the very last one that says Q&A video request. If you are in Asia, this is being recorded in 2023. I'm having my Singapore meet and greet between January 25th and February 2nd, 2024. Love to have you join me. If you're in Singapore or traveling there during those time periods, I'm giving individual one hour one-on-ones and I'm also going to be setting up my meet and greet. So you write media at susanwinter.net. Tell me who you are, give me your LinkedIn profiles and I'll put you on the list. Thank you everybody. If you'd like a consultation, just check out my consultation page and to keep yourself on point, look at the merch. Great little quotes, keep the dream, replace the person. And that's the law of substitution. Thank you, everyone.